Hello and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast on mental health. I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. I practice privately and at the Priory and um, I have a keen interest on men's mental health and relationships. Welcome to my podcast. So this series is, um, I'm calling it the Breakup Diaries. (laughs) <laughs> the Breakup Diaries, I know. It sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Such a lovely, lovely title. So um, this first episode, I'm kicking off with the breakdown of a breakup, okay? I've had a, seen, you know, a lot of people, and one of the things that has stuck out has been uh, breaking up. Particularly during the recent pandemic lockdown, we saw a lot of couples leave each other divorces skyrocketed i mean i was watching tv the other day and there was an advert for um divorce solicitors due to the increase of divorces taking place during lockdown and i thought jesus christ and they're actually advertising for more business so obviously they're getting it there's been quite a lot relationship relationships are huge aren't they they're the one thing that we are not taught i always say this whenever i talk about relationships we are not taught how to conduct ourselves or what to expect or how to treat ourselves or other people in a relationship. Okay? But everybody seems to expect us to fully understand. <laughs> no. Of course. We dedicate our whole lives to relationships and yet we have no learning experience about it. Nobody teaches you how we learn from our caregivers we learn from the people around us and let's just be honest they normally have got it so badly wrong we have picked up the worst possible habits not only have we picked up the worst possible habits we've we picked up the worst habits on how to treat ourselves that is that's a big one you know we we gather all our evidence and learning from our caregivers and good old TV shows, you know, like like the soaps. Nothing worse than EastEnders to teach you about a relationship. Is, has there ever been a good, successful, a good, a healthy relationship on EastEnders? Or you, or you got the American shows, The Young and the Restless. Or, I mean, what really, really grates my cheese is the, um, is the music video depiction of relationships these these this pop culture this stuff you see this stuff being played out by artists and how you're meant to be in a relationship we this is all unhealthy practices that we pick up every single day and we learn how to break up with someone we learn that you know if we're really really upset let's go smash their car in (laughs) (laughs) let's say really nasty things about them hey let's get really really wicked and horrible and let's put a video out that we did in our most intimate moments you know relationships get really messy they get really vile don't they we perpetuate the narrative of men and women roles in relationships and then we sometimes we make new ones and perpetuate those and we speak about it and we act it out and we converse about it 
none of which are healthy, productive, or in any way compassionate or loving or caring for anyone. It's like an act. So when we come to breaking up, it's like an act, isn't it? We strive to get married, don't we? Well, most of us. We strive to get married and have a family and live until we're 80 with this one person. Well, you know... Some of us do anyway, not every single one of us, but many of us do that, you know. But what happens when it all goes horribly wrong? When that relationship turns turns on us and we are left feeling abandoned, hurt, you know, torn and rejected, lost and lonely. All we want as human beings is to be accepted and approved of and not rejected. And a relationship ruins all of that for us. We are rejected, then we're not accepted, and we totally feel disapproved of. A relationship is the one place where you can get one one sharp, swift punch in the gut of how unaccepted you are, how disapproved of you are, and how rejected you are. So the issue really isn't how you left the relationship. This is an interesting concept here. It's how you went in... (laughs) And what you chose to see, do, hear, you know, while you, while you were there. And, you know, most of it is that you just didn't recognise how much you needed yourself. Breakups are painful. And I hope I never have to go through one ever, ever, ever again. But sometimes life, they it, it throws us little surprises and, you know... Simply pinning your hopes on one hope when we that break up, it will be forever when we're break up. will not suffice. When not with a breakup or the breakup her. Our thoughts tend to lean inward, particularly if somebody's broken up with us. We it goes inward, doesn't it? We explore our deepest, innermost insecurities with a fine tooth comb and bring them to the surface. It's that moment when you can just think about how terrible you are and just just rake it all up from the from the bottom of your gut, bringing it right the way up to the surface, highlighting all your defects, you know, everything, everything, you know, until you've exhausted your innermost fears. You know, <laughs> that's what we do when we break, when we, when somebody, somebody dumped us. I hate that word. You've been dumped. That's, isn't that, that's just such an unhealthy connotation as well. Like somebody's picked you up and dumped you like outside with the rubbish. They've, they've put you in a bin liner and they've just dumped, well, they haven't even put you in a bin liner because at least with rubbish, you know, you get to give it, it's on, you, you honour it in an honourable way by putting it in a bin bag and putting it outside and and the dustman comes to get it. But when you've been dumped, the concept is that somebody has just dumped you. You know, like when you when you drive past neighbourhoods and somebody's dumped a mattress or a washing machine on a sidewalk. I used to live in neighbourhoods where people do that. Thank God I'm not there anymore. But they would just dump a mattress somewhere, like like you've just been dumped, just discarded. That's that is it's such a horrible way of 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 um just talking about how you would treat another person. And then what happens is because of all of those those innermost fears. We 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 implode, don't we, with all of that pain. And then we explode outward and we project our venom onto our exes. And we aim to deliver pain, shame and suffering. Because 
when you intend to hurt the person who's broken up with you and you intend to cause them shame, pain and suffering, why do you think you want to do that? Because you're feeling pain, shame and suffering. Whenever somebody leaves your life and you feel angry and disgruntled and hurt by that and you decide to hurt them back by doing all sorts of things, that's all about how you feel about yourself. That's all. That's why we do it. We have to reject them in another way because we've been rejected ourselves. I'm speaking from the point of view of being the, the you know, the dumpy. We hate the rejection and the abandonment. So what we do is we give it all back of all kinds of hateful acts. Now we've got social media. Yippee-doo, we can do really horrible things on that. You know, we can say some nasty stuff. We can put some really horrible information out. We can shame them because they've hurt and shamed us by leaving us, by rejecting us, by abandoning us. And some of us, some of us, we choose to suffer in a different way. Some of us suffer in a way where we've 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 been left or... We see it's been left or cast away, abandoned at sea. Because of how we see that, we don't know how to deal with that. We don't know how to deal with that kind of rejection. Some of us do it silently behind closed doors and overindulge in other acts of drug taking or alcohol drinking. Or we decide that we are going to indulge in promiscuity there's all kinds of things that we actually do just to try and get through the pain because ultimately the reason why we're in so much pain is because we didn't really deal with ourselves beforehand before the relationship throughout the relationship so now we're dealing with ourselves now we're not in the relationship and it's just painful pain is inevitable suffering is optional I love that phrase. I'm going to do it again. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. You can you choose to suffer. You don't choose pain. We will all feel pain. It's a common shared human experience. But the suffering, the endless play of words and actions that cause us more harm on a continued basis, which quite frankly is not necessary. That is optional. You get to choose how you're going to deal with the pain. When somebody breaks up with you, it's not an indirect slight on you. It's just not. And this whole podcast is, is about breaking down the breakup. What, what, what has happened here? The breakup is a played out experience of how you've positioned yourself in the relationship anyway. I know, what the hell am I talking about? But you know... And I know you know that you know, that you know you know. And I know you know that I know you know. Yes, I'm talking about responsibility. There are, there are no winners or losers in the game of love. There are none. Just people you know, seeking their way, their very own way, their very own pathway to their very own happiness in ways they think that they should or the only way that they think that they can. And often, because we are in relationships and we haven't dealt with our own emotional stuff, when we're with that other person we're with, guess what we do? We mirror and we recognise, oh, I haven't dealt with my crap. 
I need to go and sort it out. That's really what's really happening, you know. There's no right or way, wrong way to do it. There's no right way to do it. But there, there is a wrong way to treat yourself while you're going through it. And the way that you treat yourself, how you're dealing with a breakup, will determine how well you get through it. And it's not about getting over the person, cause, because we start to think, I just need to get over them and then I'll feel all right. No, you need to get through the pain and stop suffering. Okay? The pain and the suffering are not combined. You know, they, we think they're, they're combined, but they're not. They're not. Fela Kuti has a great song, Suffer, Suffer, Suffer. <laughs> suffer for what? <laughs> We're born to do that. We are not born to suffer, but we teach ourselves to suffer. We don't have to suffer, but we will feel pain. A lot of relationships have a very unhealthy dose of dependency within them. You know, those relationships, you can see them, you see them a mile off. Where she totally relies on him and he totally relies on her. You know, they totally need each other for this. It, it, you see the unhealthiness just, just oozing out the sides. Be it to feed the self-esteem or maybe even the stature or how they look or finances. You know, sometimes we're in relationships because we think it looks good. I've 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 done that. I I'm I'm only human. I've I've made mistakes. I'm I can hold my hand up for that. I've done that. Been in relationships because it looks good, knowing all the while you're naturally suffering, but pretending to be okay. The big question is, how did you enter the relationship? You know, was it at a time where your own personal view of yourself? was healthy or askew because that's a massive 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 red flag sometimes we meet people and we say that they swept us off our feet when really what we mean is they got me to not think about anything else that was going on in my life I was completely distracted and it was just so wonderful that I went with it (laughs) can you see how unhealthy that is that's complete and utter distraction and avoidance of dealing with all the other stuff that was going on. How many times I've met somebody who said to me, oh, it was going so well when they came into my life, everything was so wonderful. But what happened was it was a distraction. We, we call it the honeymoon phase. It's just when you're avoiding reality and you're doing the thing that feels good. You know, is it really a honeymoon? You see, the problem with the honeymoon phase is this. A honeymoon is something you go to after you get married so that you can just enjoy that part of being married. The honeymoon phase, when you start a relationship, it seems to be the bit where you ignore the rest of the world and you just focus on your partner, going into this fake world of just the two of you and doing it for as long as you can because you don't want to face reality. Two different honeymoons. One is not a honeymoon. I'm going to quiz you. Which one is the honeymoon? One is a real honeymoon and one one is just you telling yourself some lies. Okay? You can enjoy the person from the very beginning. I'm not saying you won't. But that honeymoon phase, that word is being misused. That's called denial. Okay? When you meet somebody and you directly, on purposely, ignore your entire life and only focus on them, you're avoiding something. Fact. Okay, so obviously if you're avoiding that something, what happens when it's that 
horrible breakup time, you're going to have to face that thing that you avoided from the very beginning. That's just how it works. Men and women take very different roles in breakups, don't we? Very different roles. And it also depends on the role in the relationship. So you can get the women who have been very nurturing, very caring, who may do the breakdown and crying, and the men who've been very masculine. Or the other way around. The men have been the emotional emotional guides in the relationship and open and want to explore, and the women have taken a different stance. It's quite interesting how we do this. This is all down... To our own emotional, unlocked, undealt with mayhem. You know that, don't you? It is. The, how we break up, how we treat ourselves after, during the breakup. It's all down, it's all down to that. The breakup then takes the form of representing us. Because then we feel broken down. We now become failures, unlovable Sad and hurt and resentful and jealous. Because we base the relationship on how we see ourselves. And now we compare whoever our exes go off with, with ourselves, thinking, are they a direct reflection on me? You go into a relationship... (laughs) You go into a relationship with the same energy as as you come out of it, you know. Sounds weird. How do you go into a relationship with the same energy that you come out of it? But that's really what happens. Because you go into a relationship and if your self-esteem is low and that person, you need them to pick them up, guess how you're going to leave the relationship? With low self-esteem. You're still going to need that person to pick you up. And they're not. Because they've broken up with you. And it gets really messy and really entangled. Another entanglement word. I feel like I should have a clap every time I say entanglement like a round of applause and like you know if you started the relationship and you were in a needy place you're gonna leave feeling needy you're gonna leave feeling empowered because our relationships are a reflection on us when an impromptu breakup comes our way and we're just not ready for it you know we're just not ready to say goodbye to that we're not ready to deal with that part of ourselves we're just not ready to face what's going on I remember one particular breakup which (laughs) it makes me laugh I'll never forget this breakup um because I knew it was a disaster you know and there's those moments when you when when you actually know and you know that you know you know you know but yet you pretend you don't know and why? Because you just don't want to deal with the reality. And what was I going through at the time? Avoidance, I remember. Yes. So I was avoiding all different parts of my life. And this relationship came along and I knew this person was extremely intense. You know, sometimes we, we find ourselves with, with people that are really intense. And they take up so much of your time and they're in your face all the time and you're just in this relationship and then you know it's unhealthy one of you knows that this is really not gonna work and I need to get away but I don't know how to because I think it might be a bit messy so that person was me and um when it was when it when it was like I need to just I need to ease out of this as nicely as I as I can and back then I was really crap at breakups in fact I think yeah I've really not been good at breakups and I would 
often try and wait for the person to do to get fed up of me in some cases or just do an explosive exit and head out you know and in this particular one I knew this person was going to get very intense it's probably going to do some crazy stuff and I remember you know when I was like avoiding phone calls and saying no and please just not do this anymore and this person was driving up the road (laughs) as I was walking down the road and they decided to stop their car and chase me down the road because they wanted an explanation and I didn't want to give them an explanation because it was over and I didn't understand why they wanted an explanation and I you know sometimes we do that we break up with somebody and we decide I want you to tell me why really do you really want to know why you know and um you know, being chased down the road and then stopping because I knew they were not going to go away. And it was just one of those annoying moments because they had lent me a laptop, which actually I hadn't asked for. I didn't even want. And I knew that was going to be the anchor that they were going to, you know, start with. And we do that when we break up with somebody. We decide to to start throwing stuff in people's faces and getting a bit nasty and say, well, I gave you this and I gave you that one. Just because you were with somebody doesn't mean you've got to be with them <laughs> just because you gave them stuff. And it's a very unhealthy, it's the codependency, the need for approval. Those things were given to me so that I had to accept this person. It wasn't even a very good laptop as well. But, um, and I didn't even want it. Anyway, this person made it very difficult, so it was easier for me to um, jeopardise my own safety and get in their car and drive to my house to give them this laptop, purely because I wanted to get them, get rid of them. But also, they were so insistent on being so overbearing that they've just got to have their way because they didn't like the way it, that the breakup, that they were, that somebody, that they, that was it, relationship was over. And when we start to do things like that, we start to force somebody to be compromised. We compromise ourselves, you know, basically, because we start to believe that somebody must stay with us. They mustn't leave us. This is wrong. This is outrageous. And that is really dangerous. We start to think this person owes us because if they leave us, I'm a failure. And I've lost and I haven't won. I haven't won in this game. When actually a relationship is not, it's not a game, it's not a race. There's no point in a relationship where you're trying to outdo anybody else. Because the whole purpose is to, to live and live together and find your, create happiness and build and work towards something. But the moment it becomes, I've got to have this otherwise... This is when it gets really dangerous. And this is when, because we base it on how we see ourselves. And that's the problem. And that's the problem with a breakup. We base it on how we see ourselves. And and that particular situation that I was in, that person based the relationship on how they saw themselves. And I was a part of how they saw themselves. So if they couldn't have me, they were going to make life really uncomfortable for me. So that they were going to be justified because they felt really uncomfortable. And this is when we start displaying behaviours that are so unhealthy. 
you know, like the malice and the resentment and the doing horrible stuff because we're hurting because of deep inside we are in so much pain. And this is the whole process of these podcasts. It's to it's the breakup diaries, but it's exploring breakups and I'm gonna be doing um segments on surviving breakups and dealing with the actual breakup. How do you get through when this happens and when that happens? So this episode is all about just breaking it down and recognizing that a relationship is something that we learn while we're in it. But ultimately if you don't have a relationship with yourself, you are not going to be able to have a healthy, productive, supportive relationship with somebody else. Impossible. That person who chased me down the road didn't have a good relationship with themselves, didn't have a good relationship with with, with a lot of people, but didn't have a good relationship with themselves and really, really felt put out because I left them but we do that sometimes we have to we have to leave in order to create and build and further ourselves in another direction if you if you notice anybody who stays even if you stay in the same area if you were born in an area and you stayed in that area from a child to an adult and then got married had children in that area you're going to feel so stuck you're going to feel so stuck, like, what the hell did I do with my life? To actually progress, we expand and we move and we develop and we create and we go to different places. And that's what happens, that's how you evolve. So in short, we break up to move on, to create, build and reorganise our lives. It doesn't really have anything to do with the person that you've broken up with. It doesn't really. It has everything to do with you, why you break up. So if you are the breakup E, as opposed to the dumpy, I really hate that word, dumpy. It has nothing to do with you, really. Even though you may have triggered it. And that's what happens in relationships. We're triggered into making a decision about what we're going to do for the rest of our lives, you know. We're triggered into it. We we may be with a partner who we find may be quite narcissistic. I've seen that a couple of times. Or, you know, so self-indulged. And we've been with them for years. But then one day, they say something which just triggers us. Got to get out. Got to get out. Because I can't see my life like this. I can't see my life doing this anymore. I don't want to see it anymore. And that triggers us to break up. So the breakup E suddenly thinks it's because of me. It's like, no, you you triggered it, but it's not because of you. It's actually because of me. I need to go. I remember once, I remember, I start singing Michael Jackson, but being in a long-term relationship that appeared like it was going to end in marriage. Well, end, you know. Can you imagine? I just said end in marriage, like marriage was ending. Well, in that relationship, it, it would have ended me. And... um Actually, that moment when I knew it wasn't going to happen was actually two years prior to the relationship breaking up. And how many times have we done this? Been in long-term relationships where we know 
we really want to get out, but we don't say anything. Because we're worried about our emotional baggage. This is the thing, isn't it? We, <laughs> when we enter relationships, one of the things that we do, you know, most of us when we enter relationships, we have this emotional baggage, you know, tucked away in a corner. It's normally in a huge duffel bag <laughs> that that has all has all our unmet emotional demons locked inside throughout the whole relationship she's in the corner you know and every so often when 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 you're triggered it it stirs and grows it groans every so often letting out let, just letting you know i'm here <laughs> and we know we all carry this this massive emotional baggage this massive double double bag of emotional stress you know it's just there and then what do we do with it? We we pretend it's not there until one day the emotions just slip right out and then they just explode and we don't know what to do with ourselves. That's when you got to say to yourself, how did I enter this relationship? You know, was it at a time when your own personal view of yourself was askew? Because that's often the problem. We enter relationships in a way which is really unhealthy for us throughout it. So when the break when the breakup happens, we we go like, you know, like nanoseconds, not to sixty, nanoseconds, all the way back to the beginning of how life was just before we met them. And then we then we then we race all the way to the end and think, what's gonna happen now? I'm gonna go back to being that. Because often we enter relationships with a view to escape something and avoid something, you know, I've done it, I've done it, and that's what we do, because we don't want to be rejected, and we don't want to be um, abandoned, we hate the idea of being abandoned, because a relationship triggers our innermost, utmost fears about ourselves, so join me on the breakup diaries, I am going to talk about how to how to break up successfully in 12 easy steps. No, I'll never do that to you. That's just just I'll, I'll never ever say those words. But I will support the understanding of the breakup and how you're feeling and how to deal with particulars in a breakup. How to move forward, how to expand, how to let go and how to just not suffer. Okay? Anyway, Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. I am on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. Look out for my vlogs on YouTube. Make sure you go and sign up to my subscription. You sign up, subs- subscribe to my channel. I got some good stuff on there. I'm also on social medias as well. And I mainly just talk. I live, eat, breathe, mental health, human behaviour, well-being and how to support yourself. Because I really think it's important. And like I said, I'm on a mission. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you with another podcast on um, the Breakup Diaries. Bye for now.